everybody welcome to another episode of the world of wellness podcast i'm a grateful host megan wren so happy to be here as always today we are going to talk about the correlation with music and movement but before we start that i have a special announcement that i'm so excited about we will be hosting our first ever wellness experience, Master Your Energy, using music and movement to feel the subtle energy in your body, to become more aware of your nervous system, to be able to regulate it and to manage your stress. So this workshop will be held on September 17th at Pacific Ashtanga Yoga Shala from 11.30 to 3.30. September 17th, Dana Point, California. There is a link in the show notes for that. Check it out. Hope to see you there. It's going to be so much fun. And for those of you that don't know, which I guess you do if you watch any of these videos, that I do play the piano when I write songs. And playing the piano has just elevated my level of thinking. It's helped me become happier. I think it's helped me become healthier mentally and physically because I'm getting out of my head and into my body and using my brain in a lot of different ways to learn something new. So I want to share some of those benefits with you. Now I'm not suggesting start playing an instrument. However, if you do decide that might be something you want to do, learning an instrument is one of the best things that you can do for your brain because it lights up multiple different areas at once and it's really good for learning and something that we can carry with us everywhere. So check out the show notes for more info on the wellness experience, master your energy. Can't wait. Ah. Okay. So this is the first time that we've talked about music on the uh, podcast. So I'm actually really excited to share some of the benefits with you and kind of where it comes from and why rhythm is so important in our everyday lives. So first things first, music is a universal language. It's something that we can all understand. It's something you can go into any country, walk into a club, walk into a restaurant, People will be dancing because they can hear and feel the same music and that connects us. And then music is also amazing because it elicits certain emotions and music, which we'll talk about this later, has a vibrational frequency and music and sound is a form of energy and that can resonate in different areas of our bodies in different ways. That'll come later, but it's just so exciting and I think so amazing. So it's a universal language. It elicits emotion in us, but why do humans love music so much? Now the first or the oldest known bone flute is about 60,000 years old. But if you see in cave paintings, there are people dancing and movement. So it has probably been in our species for way longer than that. And I would like to guess that some of the oldest forms of sound have been like banging rocks together. So looking at rhythm, making a beat, we have a beat going on in our body all the time. And that's our heartbeat or our heart rate. Our heart rate is going all the time. And so why humans like this steady sound or a steady beat to go along with is that because it tells us that we are safe, right? If my heart rate is normal and going at a constant pace, I'm healthy. But if my heart rate is irregular, then that's telling my subconscious and my body and my brain that my, that something is off and look at this example, like 
hearing noise in your house, okay? So we hear sound all day, right? Like we have this subtle hum of a refrigerator or the fan blowing. And if we hear that constant sound, we're like, cool, that's just the refrigerator. I'm still safe, nothing's wrong. But if I hear a big loud bang, coming outside or if the fan starts to make a weird noise and I go, oh no, something's wrong. So that is the same within our bodies as well. So look at the caveman example, okay? So we, when we were, I don't even know, I don't even know, but cavemen, think about worrying about a tiger in the bushes. That's like the prime example. You know, if we didn't hear that sound, then we would not be able to, we wouldn't survive because that sound made us move or made us react, stimulating that fight or flight response of like, ooh, what's going on? So it, it puts us on alert. So if the sound is inconsistent, then we think something's off. And you think about watching a cat or a dog, they hear one weird noise, their ears are flicking different ways, they're on alert, especially my cat. <laughs> so, so sound and constant sound makes us know that we're safe. So if we're listening to a constant beat with music, it makes us feel good, makes us feel joy because we know that we are safe, lets us know we are moving forward and living. So what happens in the brain is that when we hear through the auditory cortex, so that's the ear, it goes to our cerebellum. There's many, many, many connections of the brain, but we're just gonna talk about these two. And the cerebellum is a small part in the brain at the bottom of the skull that's responsible for movement and motor control. And again, that comes back to, okay, that sound, if there's something wrong, is gonna tell me to move or make an adjustment. But if there's something constant, it goes, okay, there's nothing wrong. It's just a constant sound that I hear. And then the other amazing thing about that as well is that we can't make sound without movement, okay? So like the sound of the fan is the motor going or the refrigerator is the motor going. And even me speaking right now, my vocal cords are vibrating to produce a sound. My fingers have to move on the piano in order to make a sound. And then my guitar has to move, my hands have to move, my hands have to move to the drums. And the cool thing also too is that humans are one of the only species, I think there was like one other species that they found could kind of tap their foot. It was something with seals, I can't remember specifically, but humans are one of the only things that can do, like a computer can't even rhyme up their foot to tap with a beat. So it's a very human thing, and I think that has a lot to do with our heart rate. So then, the other cool thing with movement, so, so sound and movement are associated in the brain, and just by having to produce sound, they're associated, but there's this other, there's this type of neuron in the brain called the motor neuron, or sorry, the there's this other neuron in the brain called the mirror neuron, and that is your brain fires just by watching somebody do an activity. And like one of these studies, the example was they showed a, um, a monkey opening a banana, and then they just showed him a banana, and then the neurons in the brain that fire to open the banana came open. So think about this when you are listening to music, you wanna sing along, you wanna mirror what they're doing, or you wanna mirror the dance moves that your favorite performer is doing. And then if you've ever watched somebody play an instrument, I don't know if you've ever had this happen, 
but like you might get a little bit of like a twitch in your hand because you're like your body's thinking that it wants to do it so it's all associated with that music and movement and i'm you guys i'm so excited just to keep diving into all this with you on many different levels so the mirror neurons tell us to or they they help us move or when we see somebody doing something else we automatically move and then when we feel safe we can feel joy and that music is a form of energy it's a vibration and that vibration can permeate our body in different ways so it might stimulate a lower part of my body or might like when you feel a drum you feel it like deep in your belly or when you hear strings or horns like you feel it in your head so so the sound is associated with the different parts of the body depending on what the note is so we can feel it as well and we'll get into that i'm very excited about that and then <clears throat> we can feel it as well so we'll get into that a little bit later now that makes us want to move and when we hear music we're seeing the motor neurons we want to or that we, we're seeing the mirror neurons we want to mimic what they're doing and and so with that movement and that rhythm when we move we're taking and we dance this is why dancing is such a i mean it's it's in almost every culture dancing but when we move we're taking our joints through all range of motions we're getting our heart rate up it's helping our cardiovascular system so it can really help our well-being and it can also put us into different states so we can feel joy when we're listening to something or like you know if you listen to something sad you might feel sad like we talked about earlier but think about how we can use that intentionally of i'm gonna put on music that i like or I'm gonna to listen to something new that's in the same genre, which listening to new music is a whole different ballgame too, but <clears throat> for your brain anyway. But so if we're listening to things that elect happiness and there's certain chords that elect happiness and the way the progression goes can elect that kind of thing. So if we're listening to things that we like and singing along and we can intentionally dance and feel our bodies, that's going to help us get through the full range of motion and movement gives us freedom, Movement is good for our muscles, it's good for our cardiovascular system, and movement is life because I can't even do anything without movement, right? And we can't have sound without movement. So it's just amazing how they all correlate and connect with each other. And again, that's where we can use music intentionally while we're doing the dishes, or we can just intentionally do it to feel and process our body. So it's all a matter of what and why and how and what you want to get out of it and i just hope that you guys find the what feels good for you when it comes for movement and if you're not really used to embodying your body then the workshop on the 17th will really help get that music integrated in to help feel the more subtleties of your body so that you can become happier and healthier manage your stress better and be able to regulate your nervous system so all really fun exciting stuff the last thing that i want to add about music and the brain is that the amazing thing is when you play music it stimulates multiple areas of the brain at once and this is why you see people who can remember music but they can't remember their spouse's name if they have alzheimer's or like somebody who has parkinson's they can you know they maybe they can't move well but all of a sudden they can play the pianos because it's lighting up multiple areas at once and it's getting a certain hormone release causing an energy shift in the body allowing us to feel better and there's so much out there about sound therapy 
and music therapy. So we are going to dive into it all in one way or another, but music and movement cannot go without each other. And I hope to see you guys in September for the wellness experience. And we'll see you next week. Hope you get fit, feel good, have fun, have such a great day, and we'll see you next time.